Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Julie, welcome to April the 12th. And I have a question for you. Yes. Do you truly, lay it on you, right? (laughs) Do you truly have what it takes to succeed? That's the title of today's podcast. It's a continuation of the one we did on Friday. Mm -hmm. And we are getting some good feedback from these points. Um, I had some people asking questions about the questions, which tells me that people are actually- They're paying attention. They're paying attention, right? They're thinking about what we're- they're, they're taking the questions that we've given to them, they're internalizing the questions, and then they're asking questions based on their introspection, which I really appreciate. It tells me that we're doing a good job for these folks. Yes, and we did points number one through five on Friday, so if you missed those, you can get caught up because we're going to start on number six. That's right, and I want to remind all of you guys, if you want a free coaching call, because a lot of you are going to be going down that path emotionally, like saying, all right, now I get it. I do have what it uh, takes to succeed, but I just needed a little bit of clarification and course correction. A lot of you are going to be seriously thinking about, or you should maybe be thinking about, right? Hiring a coach. And we've made it easy for you. Just text the word education to 47372. Text the word education to 47372. Uh, So in other words, just enter 47372 where you usually put in the phone number and where you put the message, simply, you know, enter the word education. And when you do, you're going to be entitled to a free coaching call as well as the real estate treasure map, which is our fill in the blank business plan. So go ahead and text the word education to 47372. Um, We offer 50 uh, free coaching call spots per week um, in our new member coaches. Uh, generally speaking, we'll have their schedule uh, schedules full by probably tomorrow or early on Wednesday. So you want to make sure you do this urgently. Text the word education to 47372 and we'll call you back and then you'll get a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. All right. So Julie, we are on point number six. six. Where are we really on point number six? We are indeed. Okay, go ahead. All right. And keep in mind, we're not just talking about real estate professionals. We're talking about peak performers with regards to success. So point number six, peak performers know that you have to choose to be rich or famous. Peak performers choose rich over fame. Make the results you get for others your goal, not making yourself famous. Don't let your ego's desire for recognition keep you from being a peak performer. A peak performer's true goal in life is to be free, and you can only be free once you're free from money worries. Ask yourself, are you doing what you're doing so that you will get recognition from others? and placate your ego, or are you doing what you're doing to help others? That's surprisingly well written. Who wrote that? I don't know. Oh, I did. (laughs) I know. But that last bit's really important. But that last last little uh, thing I wrote was really good. Ask yourself, are you doing what you're doing, i.e. social networking, branding, marketing, blah, 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 so that you will get recognition from others and placate your ego, in other words, feed your ego, or are you doing it to help others? Because ultimately, if your motivation is just to basically make yourself shine in a certain light, look a certain way, that's all, that's totally and completely not the same energy as, as it's going to be required for you to have the mindset of service, let alone have people want to do business with you, let alone 
run a profitable business. So you better keep that in mind. If you're finding yourself being persuaded to build your brand and all these marketing quote unquote geniuses telling you you need to be spending all your time building your brand versus focusing on being of service to other people and developing the skill set to be of service to other people, you are on the wrong track, which is going to result in a financial brick wall 100% of the time. So please be very careful. And you have to admit intuitively, doesn't it just make sense that we, what we just read to you is, you know, it's true. You, I don't even have to sell it to you, do I? You know what we just said is true. And it always comes back to this one question. If you have to choose being rich or being famous, always choose rich and make the results that you get for other people the thing that helps you to become, if you like to use that word famous, use the results to that you get for other people. And the real word is actually to have a really stellar reputation. That's really truly what you want. That's it. All right, point number seven. Number seven, peak performers are myopic. They have tunnel vision focused on becoming the best at one thing. Life is barely long enough to be good one at one thing. Choose wisely. Yep. So, you know, I looked up that myopic word is actually literally an, an optic word that means nearsighted. And in this sense... Actually means tunnel vision. Myopia, yeah. Basically, which means that you're super ultra focused on being the best at what matters. And in fact, in the Harris Rules book, there's a whole chapter on being the best at what actually matters in real estate not all this other stuff. And I think this relates to the previous point too. You know, it does make sense what you said in that point. I think intuitively they know that. What they get uh, distracted by is that that need of recognition, right? They get distracted. And so many people that are trying to sell them stuff know that agents want recognition. They play right into that. They know the market's tough. They know that you're getting kicked in the teeth half the time. And so they make you feel good about things for 30 seconds and you'll pretty much buy anything. I don't think they know the so. market is tough. I don't think they care. They're not in the biz they're not in the real estate business. They're in the selling stuff to realtors business. Yeah. But they so, know that they they fall prey to recognition types of things. Right. And that see that's kind of a fascinating thing if you actually just sort of do be introspective. It's it's one of the psychological tricks for example if you're um, wanting to uh, stop eating junk food, for example, because a lot of the eating habits become habitual. You know, you just don't think before you eat. And then if you start asking yourself before you put anything in your mouth, am I eating this to feel a certain way or am I eating this because I actually am hungry? And what you'll find is probably 90% of the time you're eating something to feel a certain way, not because you're actually hungry. So it's become a psychological sort of, you know, loop that's made you fat. And the same can be true with spending money on anything, yeah, by the way. I was going to say shopping's like that, too. Totally. I mean, if you actually were – if you were to stop yourself, if you're wondering you – know, if you find yourself being a habitual shopper for all kinds of junk, just notice the fact that nine times out of ten you're buying something because you're trying to have that thing make you feel a certain way. In other words, you've been manipulated into believing that buying said product is going to make you feel emotionally in a better place. And, and that's a constant and, and you know, never-ending loop that of well, basically it's temporary. you never it get out away. of it. Right, exactly. And so marketers know that. And, and it, that's essentially what all of marketing is all about. But when it comes to actually building your business, you need to break free of that. So when you find yourself tempted to buy something for your business, a branding product or some other Mickey Mouse like that, ask why you're doing it. Because you're not doing it for the sake of helping people and making money. You're doing it to make yourself look good in the eyes of strangers. In other words, you're doing it for recognition. People will not choose to do business with you because of your superior brand. People are going to choose to do business with you because you have a superior reputation that comes from actually having helped other people. Meaning you have to earn it. So yeah. don't conflate <laughs> yeah. branding with a reputation. And that's another thing that a lot of people are doing. They think if they build this big, glorious, especially online 
absolute happy hound dog horseshit marketing gimmicks that are out there right now and you build this big complicated online presence what they're trying what the the marketing gurus that are trying to sell you this you know snake oil are doing it under the premise that you don't have experience enough in real estate you're going to be susceptible to the message that there's a shortcut and furthermore they're going to sell you into believing that if you do this marketing stuff and branding stuff it'll make up for the fact that you haven't actually been in the business long enough to earn the right to have a good reputation selling real estate does that make sense, Julie? It is, and it actually can hurt you because assuming you even got that lead to go on and then you show up and you don't have the reputation that you put out there online, you're not going to win that appointment anyway. And uh, so, here's the other thing. Yeah. People know the difference. Absolutely. Instantaneously. It's easy It's easy to sense Right. That. So you guys got to yeah. start being really, you got to start doctor filling yourselves before you start giving away credit card your credit card sure. number to buy any Mickey Mouse. And like I said, our primary competitors in the coaching industry, that's all they sell. They just sell snake oil. They're selling they're exactly what Julie and I just said for the reasons that we just said it. Be honest with yourself. You find it appealing because your ego wants to be have a sense of recognition. But what you're really doing is you're selling your opportunity to ever have financial freedom, which any peak performer knows is their ultimate goal. That's and it. for the points that we're about to start sharing with you. <laughs> yes. Point number eight, peak performers know that they must create personal financial freedom. They know that they must have all their personal financial needs completely covered by a passive sources of income. They give themselves permission to actually be financially free. They are dissatisfied with not being financially free. They know that once they're rich where their money's working for them and they're no longer working for their money, then and only then will they be free to truly create and be of service. They get that. They're constantly working on that. And they're not weird about it. I, I thought it was interesting giving yourself permission to be financially free. I, you know, I think we could do a podcast on any one of these points. Did you just give <laughs> so, me another compliment? Uh, that's right. Your head might be growing. I, I did. To, I, I did to, write these points. I'll have points. to cut back. <laughs> do I need to remind you I wrote these? No. So, but I mean, that is, that is really. But, but how many, I mean, how many people really think of it that way? To, to give yourself permission to be financially free, to give yourself permission to actually work towards that versus, you know, just accepting the mediocrity of being a slave it's, to The reason I chose those words, give yourself permission, is because most people don't give themselves permission exactly. because they don't know what comes on the other side of not having to work for money, where they're essentially living off passive income. But I'll tell you what comes on the other side of that is a sense of relief that you can't even uh, fathom how significant it is. Because on the other side of that, and here, here's another little uh, myth. A lot of people say, they even say to this themselves, once I don't have to work for money, where money's finally working for me, I'm just going to stop working. That's not true. The nature of the work you do and whom you do it with completely changes. That's what the big difference is. As soon as you're financially free, you don't just decide to basically, you know, put your, well, you might for like a day or two, right? You know, you might decide just to go fishing for a little while, but that's going to get boring. And what you're going to now realize is all the energy and stress that you've been putting forth just to make ends meet, pay your bills. Now you don't have to worry about that anymore. You are going to have this, your own personal renaissance and you might, and you probably will choose to sell even more real estate because with the profits that come from more real estate, you then can start donating the money. You could start doing whatever the hell you want to do with it. Buy a big boat, buy a bigger boat. You know, well, you can start. The point is the freedom part. The freedom part. Once the, once your, you know, financial uh, you know, obligations are completely wiped out. It's like there's, do you remember that scene in Forrest Gump? 
when Which one? when he said right oh, I awesome. know but uh, I've referred to this before I thought you're gonna read my mind but when they're sitting on the bus bench mm-hmm. and there's different people are coming and going from the bus bench and he's showing little snippets from his you know he's pulling out his briefcase as he's right. on his, the bus to go see Jeannie mm-hmm. right and so then he pulls out this I think it was a Time magazine mm-hmm. and it shows a picture of Apple as in the original Apple logo right. yeah and he goes Sergeant Dan invested all my money from you know, Gubba, Bubba, fr- uh, whatever, Gubba, shrimp. Yeah, shrimp company in this fruit company. And, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm a gazillionaire. And the person I remember sitting next to him was like, yeah, whatever, dude, you're crazy. And then the person gets up from the park bench and walks away and he slowly pulls out the magazine of, that shows Apple on the cover. And then it's like, oh, got oh. it. Yeah. But still, isn't that's that hilarious. funny? It I is know. hilarious. But that's the point is once you don't. And then he said, and, and then his line was, you know. Now that I'm a gazillionaire, it's just one less thing. Just one less thing, I right? know. One less thing. In other words, he doesn't have to worry about money anymore. <laughs> so anyway. Funny. All right, yeah. number nine. Peak performers don't try to de-stress. I think this is a great point. They know that stress is absolutely needed. Look at it this way. If your bones don't have stress, they weaken and they break. Think about what happens to astronauts. You know, when they, they come back from these uh, flights where they have been weightless for a long time, they don't just let them, you know, get out of the ship and go about their business. They have a whole health protocol they have to go through because they literally cannot walk in the same way. If you don't continue to catch colds, this is one I hate because I hate it when Zoe gets sick, but it is a fact. If you don't keep catching colds, your immune system weakens. It doesn't build itself up. If you don't keep learning and keep yourself constantly challenged, you will lose your mental acuity. This is a fact. I'll go as far as to say when I was writing this point, what Mm -hmm. I was really thinking about was how, again, how much snake oil is being sold to people under the premise that you're supposed to de-stress your life. Right. And so where does someone go with that, right? Every time they feel stressed, they're supposed to back off of it, right? Well, and I think that societally that definitely happens but so that yeah. leads to people oh i'm not gonna i'm sure as hell not going to you know <laughs> no. pick up the phone no no and call too for stressful. sale by owner because that's going to give me stress too stressful I'm, and i'm definitely not going to work with somebody who is not my exact personality style as i understand it because it, that's way too stressful. too stressful right i'm not going to learn to do anything that i don't want to do when i don't want to do it at the highest level too stressful what I'm going to do is I'm only going to focus on my comfort and I'm going to nerf up my life even to the extent yeah. that I never, ever feel stress. Oh, yes. hold on. You're giving me stress. <laughs> Thinking uh, about this point. But th- this, right. Yeah. But that's, it's ridiculous, guys. Because it's, it's never ins- ending. It's you, insanity. You can't. And in fact, when, if you were even able to achieve that, that probably looks like dead because yeah. nothing's happening to you. I always, I've said this before, I always have this, because uh, this is kind of related to the complacency thought. You can't just leave, like, what happened? Everything changes all the time. I think about, you know, you leave a potato in the in the pantry. It's It starts to grow. <laughs> so, I don't know. You you have well, to nurture you're that. talking about complacency, yeah. which is similar to that point. But I'll tell you where, if you really think about this, it was like when we were, what, in seventh or eighth grade, and, um, you know, you go to uh, – well, at least we did in Columbus, Ohio, right? They throw you in a bus and you drive down to Washington, D.C., and you mm-hmm. kind of do this, you know, kids' tour of the White House and whatnot. And I'll never forget walking the, the tour guide and all, what are they called? Doucent? What's the tour guide? Docent. Docent, yeah. yeah. And all the kids were following the docent and I fall behind, no big deal, or no big surprise. And I was looking at all the pictures of the presidents. Mm-hmm. And the thing that caught my eye was how little they lived for such a short period of time after they're no longer yeah. president. Now, somebody who was uh, not thinking clearly would say, oh, it's because they used their best years being president and they were bored or, and they somehow made themselves sick and burning the candle at both ends. Not likely. The real reason that they stopped uh, basically living was because they stopped allowing themselves to be challenged and be stressed. That's 
That's right. In other words, that's where most of you, all of you, are going to find the best version of you on the other side of accepting the fact that everything worth doing is going to require doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. All of that phraseology gears around your acceptance of that being stressed is good because you build higher tolerances for stress. So the idea that you're, you're supposed to avoid stress and, and anyone that tells you that, that should be an immediate red flag that this person is trying to sell me snake oil. Point number 10. Point number 10. Peak performers spend zero time looking in the direction they don't want to go. On the track of your car. On the, on track, the track if your car. Oh, if your car is sliding. Yeah. Look the direction you want to go, not the direction the car is sliding. In life, watching the news is the direction you don't want to go. Peak performers are constantly pruning. Go media free. Avoid people who aren't also headed in the same direction as you. Look for people and things that magnetize your dreams, not things that suck the life out of them. So here's the thing. I've got a little bit of amateurish racing background. And when I was getting my Skip Barber SCCA thing, one of the first things they taught you, and we were taking, we were driving these little open wheeled race car things. And uh, one of the first things that they said is when the car starts to slide, and these things did slide, don't look in the direction the car is sliding. Look back in the direction that you want to drive. Because if you look in the direction that the car is sliding that you don't want to go, your mind will somehow make it so your hands start pointing at said object. Now, have you ever noticed that you can be driving along a country road and all of a sudden you'll drive past a tree that a car hit? No other trees around. The car hit that tree. It, I mean, assuming it wasn't somebody doing it intentionally, they lost control of their car. They looked at the tree. They said yeah. to themselves, I don't want to hit that tree. But as they were looking at it, as they were saying it, their hands actually direct, uh, you know, directed them towards the tree. Even. So you've yeah. got to be careful that you're not looking in the direction that you don't want to go. And the don't want to go directions are constantly being reinforced with all forms of media. Media right now, news especially, is just propaganda. You've got to give yourself a break and completely unplug for anything and everything that's not essentially pulling you with a greater force to the person that you want to be. Otherwise, you're going to lose not just minutes, but you're going to lose years basically always pointing towards that thing you don't want to hit. And, and again, if you're in a situation now in your life where you don't like where you are physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, if you're in a, in a place in your life where you would hope you'd never, you know, you were hoping you'd be further along at this point in your life, it's because you've been looking in the direction that other people have been directing you to go because you've been essentially, and you know, essentially allowing yourself to be manipulated by the media. That's definitely true. I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. It's just a fact. If you don't I believe what I'm saying is true. You go and unplug from the media for a week. Do it for a week. Completely and totally uh, expunge your life from all forms of media, and you're going to notice you start going through withdrawal. The media, headlines, subject lines, drama is all designed to get you to have a little dopamine uh, hit, and you don't even know what's happening. What is it called during the pandemic? Doom scrolling? Doom scrolling, yeah. Yeah, where people yeah. would just sit in front of their you know phones and just looking scroll, for looking for bad news, looking for crap, right? And people do that on bad. Facebook, too. So give yourself an opportunity to have a complete cleanse of that crap, and you're going to quickly find that you will feel more free. You're going to feel less depressed. This cloud, this emotional cloud that you don't even aware, uh, maybe you don't even sense that it's around your head, is going to dissipate. This is how you can psychologically start setting yourself up to go in the right direction. Next point, Julie. Point number 11, peak performers waste no time with whatever the current easy button is, the flavor of the month, the whatever trends are going on. They monitor and know about the trends, but they don't get sucked in. They waste no time looking for more ideas, easy buttons, or shortcuts. 
They know the power is doing the hard stuff others can't or won't do. You know, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. They are experts at the doing of it instead of the researching of it, you know, taking a Facebook survey with them all their friends think, all that kind of stuff where it's just distractions. The problem is agents getting into the business that have no business background or any business that have right. no business background and they pop into the industry now and all of a sudden they're getting you know beaten over the head with all these people trying to sell them snake oil. Yeah, because they know their credit cards are still fresh. <laughs> well, exactly. The people selling this <laughs> yeah. stuff. And, and these guys are, and these new agents or even these agents getting back in the business, you know, been in the business sure. for a long time, but now you're starting re-engaging. You're kind of a new agent if we're being honest, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't know what you don't know and they know you don't know it. In other words, they're trying to sell you stuff that's just designed to make you feel a certain way. Remember we talked about that a second ago, not to deliver you an actual tangible result. That's the reason that they don't actually promise you tangible results. That's the reason that it's kind of so sort of opaque what happens when you work on your brand. So Bob, when I buy your branding Mickey yeah. Mouse, I was about to say a bad word, but I didn't. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to stop myself from doing yeah. it. When you buy your branding, when I, Bob, when I buy your branding Mickey Mouse, then you explain to me exactly how much money I'm going to make uh, in the next 90 days from doing that. Okay, Bob, if I start buying buyer leads from you in the next 90 days, and if I start doing all this other Mickey Mouse marketing crap, I want you to tell me exactly how much money I'm going to make in the next 90 days. Now, you know what they always tell you? Results vary. It depends on you. It depends on how good you are calling people back. It depends on how many impressions you what get. What they're not going to do is they're not going to take nothing any, not, well, not definitive and also nothing you can hold them accountable to mm -hmm. because they know what they're selling is snake oil. And they also know statistically, to Julie's point, most agents, when they are essentially starting their year over or new in the business, they have a sort of unwritten psychological uh, budget what they're going to spend on their business. And we see you guys all the time asking this question. I just had a closing. What should I be spending? What, what you know, where should I be spending this money on my business? You're not supposed to be spending it on your business. You know, obviously be keeping it coaching and training and building your savings account and buying investments. Don't just be looking for more gimmicks where you're going to spend your money and make it so that you are never beholden to buying business. Make it so that you learn to be a proactive lead generator. And then you'll realize the futility, the futility and the way most agents and most business owners run their business. If you are in this business now, you know, any business and you're not yet essentially have, you haven't yet figured out the fact that if you're buying your business, if you're essentially marketing to generate your business for you, you're always going to be beholden. You're never going to be free. You're never going to actually have a resolute way of generating consistent deal flow because you've never learned how to be a proactive lead generator. And that's what we do. And by the way, if you want a free coaching call, text the word education to 47372. Ex, uh, text the word education to 47372. Julie, let's have, we have time for one more point. One more point. Number 12, peak performers know that everything they want in life is indeed on the other side of doing what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. But here's the rub. Often for five or 10 times longer than they think or they want or were told that it would take, However, they don't care. They're on a mission and they will not be dissuaded. I would add the word focus to that. Follow one course until successful, not until you're bored, not until, you know, you're done trying it out. It's follow one course until successful. And I think that this was, that, that point was on a podcast when you and I were talking about like 30 things we wish we would have known before we were 30 or something like that. Yeah, for sure. That it, it is going to take longer than everybody wants because everybody's conditioned to get instant gratification. So and it's course, harder the older you get. I would agree with to that. To unring sure. the bell of making bad decisions when you're younger. You yeah. can do it. Yeah. But if you've got to lose a bunch of weight at 50, that's going to be a hell of a lot harder than losing a bunch of weight at 30. 
right? Because when you're younger, you have time to maybe make some mistakes and you have time to literally have time to clean up those mistakes and, and put them behind you because and then remake whatever maybe lost opportunity that you, you know, you created for yourself. You can actually get past uh, scratches and bruises a lot easier when you're younger than when you're older. But the bottom line is, is you still can do it. But if you're starting to build your path to financial freedom and you're older, you can absolutely do it, but just don't waste time. That's the main thing. You don't have the time to waste the older you get. So don't experiment. And if you're really smart and you're young, don't waste time. Think about it in terms of if, you know, like if you're 30 right now, I want you to actually think about the 35-year-old version of yourself, which is virtually impossible to do. You know, every psychological study that's ever been done shown that most people can't think, you know, five minutes, let alone five years in the future. But just for a second, I'm going to share with you a little little secret from your uh, wise old uh, real estate coach, <laughs> Tim Harris. Here it is, right? There's the future you and there's the present you. you got to be doing things that the future you is going to be singing the praises of the uh, present you for having done. And all of those things that the future you is going to be very grateful that the present you did are, are going to be the hard things. They're going to be the things that basically cause you discomfort. They're going to be the things that you don't want to do. They're going to be the things that nobody else does. But once you get good at those things, you have unlimited potential. You are on your way to being free. How would it feel, listeners, if every single day when you woke up, every single day you knew without a doubt, no matter what's going on with the interest rates, politics, no matter what, blah, 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 that you could set a pre-qualified listing appointment every single day? Well, that's freedom, isn't it? It is. At least it's the beginning of your freedom because then you're in control. You know, if you're subject to all the easy buttons and whatever, which way the wind blows you, you're not in any kind of control. Like you say, you know, building your castle on somebody else's land. When you can at will, that's what being a proactive lead generator means. It means I drop you off in, you know, Boise, Idaho. I give you an Idaho license and I say, take a listing by the end of the weekend. You're like, sure, I know exactly how to do that. I can do it. Exactly. Instead of what can I buy? <laughs> right. You know? That's crazy. I need to work on my brand. What, hey, it's Julie, what do you think? What do you think of my logos? <sighs> So listen, yes. listeners, um, <laughs> if you're interested in all of you should be and uh, joining EXP, your next decision is going to be who are you going to have be your sponsor at EXP. So yes, absolutely, Julie and I would love to be your sponsor at EXP. And we've made it really simple for you. Just text me directly to my cell phone at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. And Julie and I will help you along your path and you can be part of our EXP group. Um, which, by the way, our EXP group is called Libertas, which is Latin for, guess what word? Freedom. There you go. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>